Hey mama, I'm Ashley, and this is the Maverick Mompreneur Podcast, where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood. A business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the powerful identity shift and transformation from boss babe or boss mom to aligned CEO, building a one of a kind, influential, hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO, affiliate marketing, and courses while building yourself in the process, well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or glass of wine, and let's get growing. Hello, hello, Ashley here, back with episode 49 of the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. I am so glad you're here. Today is a little bit of a different episode because this is a throwback to an interview that I did with Kendra Taylor, who is a female online entrepreneur who runs her own virtual assistant business, and I work directly with Kendra. This interview is from about two years ago, and I still work with Kendra each and every month, so that should tell you something. She is absolutely amazing, and she's such a wealth of knowledge, and so I wanted to share this interview that we did actually over on Facebook here on the podcast so that you can learn from everything that she had to share about hiring VAs, working with VAs, the types of tasks that you could offload and all the things from her perspective. So I hope you enjoy this. There are links to the show notes where you can find Kendra and contact Kendra and you can always DM me if you are looking for further support over on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer. Okay, enjoy. Before I bring Kendra on, our illustrious guest, I wanted to just give a brief introduction, kind of give you the lay of the land, what we're going to talk about tonight. I am so excited to introduce Kendra to you. She has been nothing short of a lifesaver for me. Some of you know, some of you know the story. When you are building your brand, you're building your business. Have you ever gotten to the point where you're like, oh my, all I'm doing, I'm, I'm stuck in working on tasks. I can't scale. I can't expand beyond this because you're so inundated with just the, the tasks, just so many different to do's that you feel like you're almost drowning and you just feel like, oh, if I could clone myself or part of myself or just get some help with this, I could move things forward. I could be further along. I could be less stressed. Have you ever felt like that? I know I certainly have. And Kendra, who is a virtual assistant, she's absolutely incredible. Her tagline is, and I wrote it down, helping marketing mamas create time freedom. And that's exactly what she's done for me. And I want her her to share you know, her perspective with you all, answer some of the questions, the really good questions that you all had about virtual assistants, both looking for a virtual assistant, hiring, how to best work with a virtual assistant. What are they, you know, what do they do? How do you find the right person? And some of you were interested in, well, if, if I want to work as a virtual assistant and work with someone building a brand in a business and, and use my gifts to serve and help and make money doing that, 
how would I do that? So we're going to kind of uh, talk about a combination of both of those things. I wanted to um, give you a little bit of background. So Kendra and I connected about, I think it's been about seven, I think seven months ago. And originally seven months ago was when I was getting ready to launch the Influence Impact and Income Academy for the first time. So that's my signature program. It's a 12 week, nine module program that walks you through my exact framework of how I've built everything that I built online. Like literally it's all the things. And so I was getting ready to launch it. And that was something that was extra in addition to everything else that I was doing. And so I knew I needed help. I just already knew it without even knowing quarantine was coming. Right. And then flash forward just a couple of weeks. And we go into this situation where everyone's schedules are totally up in the air. There's no more childcare. There's no more school. We're homeschooling all of these things. And so being able to work with Kendra, especially someone who is also a mama who, who kind of got the place that I was in and was like, Hey, here, let me take this off your plate. Let me tell you what we can take off your plate has been astronomically helpful. And so I'm really excited because I know there are many of you that are probably in the same position that I was in. And maybe you don't even know it. Maybe you don't even realize what could be possible for you as far as time freedom, as far as uh, more freedom to create content, more freedom to create things that require your personality that are really going to be the things that advance your influence, that advance your impact and really grow your brand that no one else can do except for you. But if you have a stellar virtual assistant gets it, who is organized, who is intelligent, you know, all of the things, oh my gosh, holy moly game changer. So let me bring Kendra on and I want her to share with you her journey. And how did she get into this profession and all the things? So Kendra. Hey. Hey. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on here tonight, for sharing your expertise with us, for answering so many of these amazing questions that our community members had. I'm thankful for you times a million. Oh, thank you. But I was just giving a little bit of just my backstory as to my process of, Oh, I need help. I need to work with someone. And, um, you and I connected, but I would love for you to share just a little bit of your story. How did you get into the profession of being a virtual assistant and also helping other people learn how to be virtual assistants? Like what's your your backstory? I'd love to hear. Yes. So basically I worked in corporate America doing social media. So I did everything from kind of customer service on social to creating content, kind of all the things and also handled like customer complaints. So a lot of angry people and (laughs) um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then I had my first little boy and I like wanted to stay home so bad. I would, I cried on the way to work like the first day and it was just, I couldn't leave him. So after about a year, I think he was about a year and a half. I finally figured out like, okay, I'm, we have to do this now or I'm never going to leave. I'm just going to keep mm-hmm. doing the same thing and be sad. So finally we decided to bring me home. And that's when my husband actually suggested like, why don't you use what you have and you can work from home because I needed to still have an income. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that was kind of like able to work around a kiddo. So yeah. this was the perfect fit um, because I can work around my schedule just like you work around mm-hmm. yours with your mm-hmm. little girl. And that's kind of just where it started. I, I came up with a name and just went from there. So awesome. a lot of background in social media. So yes, yes. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for all of your skill sets, <laughs> but that's definitely one of them. So 
there's so many questions, you guys, literally so many questions. We're yes. probably not going to be able to answer every single one of them, but start with, cause there's kind of two sides, two sides to the coin as far as mm -hmm. the questions people have. So let's start with as far as when someone is building a brand, they're building a business and they're looking to work with a virtual assistant. These are some questions that our group members had. So I'm going to start with those yes. and I'm going to look, I didn't memorize the questions. So I'm going to look here. <laughs> no worries. First one, how do you go about finding a virtual assistant? So obviously with you and I, I asked my business coach for a recommendation, mm -hmm. her top recommendation. She connected us. That was very well and convenient, but I honestly don't really know fully the answer to this. How do you find a you? Like, how do you, if no one I makes think a recommendation? That um, that is definitely the best way. Um, mm -hmm. Just personally, my my clients, out of all my clients, I think I only have two that were not recommendations, like yeah. someone recommended me to yeah. them. Um, so definitely asking someone you know who you think might have a virtual assistant or who you know mm -hmm. has a virtual assistant that you trust um, yeah. for a recommendation. That's for sure the biggest way. Uh, another really good way, but is a little more tedious is asking in like Facebook, uh, business groups, uh, like a boss moms group or different mm -hmm. things like that to ask for feedback. I mean, if you do that, you definitely want to make sure you have a good application ready so that you can weed out the people who just go. aren't willing to fill it out or whatever, because it will, that's more of a task, but the best yeah. way for sure is just asking someone who you think may have one or who you know. Yeah. That's what I did because I knew, yeah. you know, your business coach knows your business and then yes. be able to recommend someone who has the skill sets. And all right. So I was on the right track. I'm kind of proud yes. Of yes. <laughs> all right. Gold star. So what are some examples of things? And I think this was something that Kendra really helped me with. Cause I'm like, I don't even know, like, what are some examples of things that a virtual assistant can take off of your plate? Like what's kind of the range? Yeah. There's so many things. And I think people think that it has to be like a big project or something. They, something huge. It does. It doesn't. And it can be as simple as, um, I don't know if you've seen in the group, sometimes Ashley will tag me and say, will you tag all the people in the group? Like something mm -hmm. that simple that just takes mm -hmm. minutes uh, can be something that you hand over. It doesn't have to be a huge project, but those are great too. Um, yep. So just some examples are uh, email inbox management, uh, Facebook group management, like a community manager, creating content. So blog posts, uh, Facebook posts, whatever social media posts, uh, creating graphics to go with your posts, editing, um, gosh, there's just so much stuff, email campaigns, marketing, like pretty much all the things that you do, if you're willing yeah. to, you can hand it over to someone else. And once you build a relationship where you trust that person, it's easier to give more stuff over. So yeah, pretty yeah. much anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't explain to you how game changing it is if you can give over control, because for some of us, like mm -hmm. you feel like, Oh, delegating or outsourcing. Like, how could I possibly let go of like doing these things? But I'm telling you, you will not be able to get further along mm -hmm. unless you have help at a certain point. There's just only, right. there's only so many hours in a day and minutes. And yeah. Like it's just not possible. Um, so yeah. Anyway, let's go on. I could go on and on about that. Um, so what should you, and I have a little input on this question. So if you don't mind, I'm going to just give my two cents sure. on this one. What should you look for in a VA? 
my like short little two cents is someone who has some kind of like, if you have a specific project. So for me, I did, mm -hmm. I was like, I need when you and I talked, I'm like, I need help with my, basically my, my content repurposing process. Mm -hmm. Like I've got to, I've got to get this going consistently, but I can't do all the things and that to like fidelity the way that I want to. Right. And so I really, I needed someone who had familiarity with blogging with wordpress.org, like the platform, uh, Pinterest, Facebook groups, like some things that would be involved in that. So mm -hmm. if there was a virtual assistant who like had no clue about any of those things, it probably wouldn't be like the best fit. So I would just, right. from my perspective, if you've got a real specific platform that you need to work on, just making sure that they have some familiarity with that. So you're not like, Oh, let me teach you how to, you know what I mean? For sure. And I think there are like little intricacies that you can teach. Like this is how mm -hmm. I like to word things mm -hmm. or whatever, but starting from scratch is hard. So it's definitely good to say like, not just I need a VA, but I need a VA <laughs> that can help with these things. Or I, I work mainly on this platform. Like I mm -hmm. love Pinterest. Are yep. you familiar with Pinterest? Kind of narrowing at least a little bit just to get started. And yep. you can always add more tasks on like, Ashley, yeah. we, <laughs> we are so far from the beginning of where mm -hmm. we started. Now we do all the things. So yep. I mean, just because you ask them to help with one task doesn't mean you're stuck with only getting help for that. So just be willing to just ask for help. If you ask, I mean, you'll never know if they can do it until you ask. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, that actually covered another one of the questions. So I'm going to skip that one. There were a couple of questions about what price range should you be looking at? Like if someone is looking and, you know, how do you know if someone's like way overcharging or how does that whole work? What's reasonable? What's... Well, I think number one, it depends on your budget, obviously. Yep. Uh, but second of all, it depends on how specific they are. So if you're looking for someone who is just laser focused on this one very specific niche, mm -hmm. um, I think that might call for a higher price point. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're looking for a general virtual assistant that can help with a little bit of everything, that might be a lower price point um, just because they may not be laser focused and know all the things about this yeah. one platform. So that's something to keep in mind. If you're looking mm -hmm. for one very specific thing, then that might be a little bit more. But if you're kind of wanting general, then less I would say yeah no that makes sense and I think so to give you as an example like if you are if you are really wanting to like focus <clears> in <throat> on Pinterest and you want a mm -hmm. Pinterest manager like a virtual assistant who's managing Pinterest they, that's like their total expertise um, they're probably going to charge higher than if you're mm -hmm. someone who's a general virtual assistant who can handle Pinterest, but they're not like just lasered in on that. Yes, so is that... exactly. Okay. Yes. Speaking of payments and technical stuff, do you, as someone who is building your brand business and, and working with a virtual assistant, would they need to write up a contract? Uh, generally, yeah, generally a virtual assistant will have a contract already. If mm -hmm. they don't, you would definitely need to write one just for security purposes on both ends. I feel like you want to make sure that you're getting the work you need. And they also want to make sure that they're getting paid for the work that they're doing. So mm -hmm. a contract is a must. And that's something yeah. that you can, you can find templates for online. If you're needing to help like to do that yourself yeah. for the first time, not a huge deal, but definitely get something in writing where y'all both signed and dated it just so that, you know, like this is it like we're good. <laughs> Yeah. CYA y'all. CYA. Yes. yes. <laughs> Kendra, you had that. Like I didn't yeah. write up a contract. You had that. Exactly. Like, yeah. So that was amazing. So this was a question about turnaround time. I would imagine this is just dependent upon the request made and dependent upon the virtual assistant's 
schedule and workload, but uh, someone had asked, what's the typical turnaround time to expect when you delegate a task? I think it, like you said, it really just depends. Like with Ashley and I, she'll kind of send me like, hey, can you do this by this date? Or can you, I mean, it, it really just varies. You can't give an exact. So it's mm -hmm. just, you want to set that standard up front. If you're needing things like 24 hours, you need to tell someone in that discovery call or interview that that's what you need because that is a more high demand kind of thing. So yes. you could, you may also be charged more in, for that. Mm -hmm. um, Ashley and I kind of have the great relationship where she's like, Hey, I need this done this week. And she kind of gives me like the tasks ahead of time. So I'm not like, yeah. So I'm not like, Oh shoot, let me like figure out what to do with all the children while I do the things. <laughs> like yeah. that's just, that's the best way I think is kind of have your, your stuff organized so you can hand it over and say, here, please get this back to me by Friday or whatever. Um, yeah. So it's not so rushed on their end either because you want mm -hmm. the best work. You don't yeah. want it to be rushed. So I think giving a few days at least is, is always good. Having that open communication and, mm -hmm. and yeah, just communicating. If there is something where yeah. like, hey, I, I need this in 24 hours, being respectful of your virtual assistant's time and that that may not be possible. And uh, that's again, an, a good thing to talk about upfront before they're hired. You want to yes. lay kind of that, that groundwork at the beginning. So if you're expecting them to have that high turnaround or that quick turnaround time, you want to let them know that for sure up front. Cause that's something not everybody can do. Right. I feel like as an aside, I feel like with Kendra and I, it's kind of funny because Kendra is sometimes reminding me like, Oh, did you still need that? I'm like, I, I do, but I'm not like organized. Like I haven't gotten my own self organized with how schedules have been so off and yeah. crazy over the last few months. But the wonderful thing for me, I really enjoy working with another mom of littles who understand yes. like, yeah, it's not really possible to do all the things the way that you want to do in this climate. So yes, I think you all will, you know, you will find, you will find the same. So if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't like get my life organized. That's the beauty of working with a virtual assistant who has giftings in those areas where they can help you with that. Um, yes, for sure. So don't feel like oh, I'm not organized enough to have a virtual assistant. That's probably why you need one, you know? Yes. Um, and even I feel like I am organized and sometimes I'm just not, it's still not, not to the level that I need to be. Okay. Um, do you, okay. This was a good one. Does a virtual assistant require a steady amount of work coming in like regular routine work coming in, or can you just provide things as you need help? And you kind of address this. I think it just depends on how you want to work with most of my clients. It's kind of just, I touch base with them on and off, like continually throughout the week. And if they have things they need, awesome. If they don't, um, that's great too. There are some clients like Ashley and I mentioned, uh, she kind of hands me things at the beginning of the week and I work through those as I have time. Mm -hmm. And then they're all done by a certain time frame. But I have other clients who just say, I need you to do this on Mondays, this on Tuesdays, this on Wednesdays. And I always know every week I'm doing those specific things for them. So it, it really is customizable up to whatever you need and what you want. So you just have to kind of think of what would work best for you. And even if you don't have an idea, just get started with someone and then yeah kind of like work through it with them. I think if you have a great virtual assistant, they'll be able to see your needs ahead yep. of time and kind of help you walk through that process of scheduling things out. So it's not so chaotic. That's been my experience. You've helped me to understand what it is that, you know, what would be helpful. I remember, you know, I had one specific idea 
of what I needed help with. And then with my blog getting hacked and quarantine happening in the same week, it totally shifted. And you were right there to be like, all right, well, what, what do you actually need now? Because what we talked about isn't what you're needing now. So if you work with someone who is emotionally intelligent, you know, understanding of these things, they can really help you. So I guess this would be for me or just in general, how do you pay your VA? Um, I guess it, it depends on the person, how they, yeah, you know, like however they invoice you like PayPal PayPal. or whatever we, I use PayPal. Um, it's, but it could be whatever, usually online, like digital. Yep. That's pretty much it. (laughs) Goes a little bit back to maybe the last question. If you're Mm -hmm. finding, so if you're finding like, Oh my gosh, I need more help or, Oh, wow, this is Mm -hmm. awesome. I want to escalate this when you're working with Kendra or any virtual assistant there, they can be flexible with you if they have the capacity within their own <laughs> workload. So that's another, you know, consideration. I'm like, I need to lock in more of Kendra's time already. <laughs> what do you keep track of as a business owner who is contracting out with a virtual assistant, what you're paying your virtual assistant and having the proof through invoicing that you're actually paying someone for a service. You know? yes. so that, there's nothing like nothing, nothing crazy. No, no, Mm-mm. just, just like you, it's just an expense. Like it would be any other business expense. Like you're just yeah. paying somebody for helping you keep track of that. If you have a tax professional, always ask, but pretty much just what you're paying them. So like yeah. a PayPal invoice or something mm-hmm. like that, just to keep track of. Yep. I just flag mine in like in Gmail, like under receipts. Yeah. Like I do everything. Perfect. <laughs> um, Lindsay's asking a question. How do you break down how much you charge by each task? Or is it by how long it takes to you? She says, obviously, it will vary depending on what's, what's involved. So are you charging by project? Or is it just like by hours that it takes? Is it? Sure. Um, so there are different VAs do different things. Like, that's kind of mm-hmm. like, you can have what you want. You just have to find the person. For me personally, I charge monthly rates. So mm-hmm. like 10 hours, 20 hours, 30 hours are all different pricing. Um, and then if you have, if you like purchase the 10 hour package and you're like, oh shoot, I need Mm -hmm. way more time. Like this is just not enough. Then you can always upgrade to the next package or just add an hour or two. Um, But there are project VAs and those are mainly the ones who are more like laser focused on like a Pinterest manager, like we talked about. Yeah. Um, So that would be someone who would say, oh, I'll do manager Pinterest for the month. And it would just be this set project price and hours wouldn't really come into it. But with mine, I kind of do a general, a little bit of Mm -hmm. everything. So I just do a monthly fee for this many hours. Okay, awesome. And I think there was one, let me see, I'm going to scroll up. Okay, so Amy's asking about how does someone become a virtual assistant? She's got 10 plus years of executive assistant experience. So we're going to hit on all those questions in this next section. And then let's go to the the side of becoming a virtual assistant because obviously we have um, online entrepreneurs who are doing lots of different things, looking to build multiple streams of income, really looking to see, okay, well, where's my place here? Like, can Mm -hmm. my gifts be used? How can I monetize passions to serve and help? And how does that, and perhaps virtual assisting is like the perfect fit to meet someone's experience and gifts and things like that. And so you're obviously a wealth of knowledge in this. So how would, like, what are some first steps to get started? Sure. So kind of figuring out what you want to help people with. Are you wanting to generally help people? Do you have specific tasks that you're really, really good at? Kind of narrowing that down is the first step. 
And then from there, just reaching out to people. That's how I first started is just messaging friends that I knew that were business owners, even brick and mortar business owners. I didn't mm -hmm. just in the beginning focus on online entrepreneurs, which I do now. But in the beginning, I just messaged everybody I knew that had a business. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I started this business and I would love to help you grow your business kind of thing. Like just yeah. don't be afraid to message people and just say, hey, I want to help you. Like, can do you need help? Yeah. I think just getting it out there is huge. If you know you have that skill set and you're like, yes. oh my gosh, like, and Kendra, same way, like, oh, I let me out your business. I can help you so much. Like feel confident yeah. in messaging people about that and reaching out because there are so many people like now looking back, like, why did I not work with a virtual assistant at least a year ago, if not way longer? I can't imagine how much different things would look had I considered that. And if someone reached out to me that I knew <laughs> and offered, I probably would have done it. I would love to help this person just feel confident in messaging them if that's something that you want to do. Yeah, um, sure. Are there platforms that you can like put it, put your, um, like your resume on like a LinkedIn, like are there sure, there's, I would definitely say Facebook groups are the way to go for that. Okay. Um, just know that you have to stand out. So mm -hmm. um, make sure you have like some kind of portfolio or something. Even if you haven't worked for anyone yet, create some social media graphics, create examples of posts that you would do for someone. Just yeah. get something or take previous work experience and use that in your portfolio. Just so you have something to show like, hey, I'm awesome at this. I can help you. What are the most sought after jobs? What do virtual assistants love doing or do they love working? Hmm, okay, the most sought after. There's so many options. It's hard depends. to like, <laughs> yeah, it just depends on what you love to do. Because yeah. um, there's really an option for everyone. If you have, if you love Pinterest, if you love Instagram, I mean, it really if you want to be a virtual assistant, you can really choose where you want to go with it. There's not one specific, I don't think. It just depends on what you want to do. And that's yeah. the best thing about it because you can do what you like. Like you don't yeah. have to do yes. things you don't like. <laughs> yeah, and work with who you want to work. I have several friends who are virtual assistants or who have been and they love it or they, it's a great job, especially nowadays and especially if you want to be yeah. working from home. Like. Yes. Cause you can um, make it work around your schedule, whatever, however mm -hmm. you want to make it work. To your point about standing out, someone had the question about, you know, is there any recommendation you have on setting up your, your profile, like setting up your profile to catch people's attention? Do you have any tips for that? Sure. So I think a big thing is kind of thinking about who you do want to work with your ideal client and mm -hmm. focusing all of your messaging to that specific person. I think so many people get lost in the thinking that they just want to get somebody so bad that they try yeah. to market to everyone and you just get lost. Like, mm -hmm. I think you need to know, like I specifically love working with other moms who are entrepreneurs because mm -hmm. they get, they get me, they get like our schedules, yep. they get all the things. And it's just so much nicer to work with people who get it. So I think, yes. if you know, just like she said, my tagline earlier, if you know who you want to work with, make a tagline that goes along with that. Make your messaging for that person. I know, and also a lot of people want to make it about themselves. It's not about you. Make it about who mm -hmm. you want to work for. So just keep that in yes. mind in everything you write. It's always, I don't care what you're doing. It's what's in it for them. It's what's in it yes. for your ideal business partner you want to work with, your ideal customer, your ideal client, your ideal follower, audience member, reader. I don't care who it is. You, your job is to 
explain and showcase what's in it for someone else. It is not about you. Yes. Make it about you. Mm-hmm. You're going to repel everyone, not just the people who you're not meant to serve. I don't even know how you do this. Like, how do you decide how many jobs or clients you should take on at once? Like, what's your process? Do you like block out hours and then plug people in? Like, how does that look? Yeah, sure. So what I do is I know I have specific times where I can work and specific mm-hmm. times where I'm like, okay, there's just no way because there are kids everywhere. So I take that into consideration. Like, this is how many hours I know I can devote. This is how many hours I can hire for. So like I said, mm-hmm. I do hours, um, 10, 20, or 30 a month. So I take that in mind, like, okay, I can have this many clients. Um, you can always find ways to expand beyond that. Um, so when, when you grow as a virtual assistant, yeah, you can only take on a certain number of personal clients but then you can actually have a VA yourself or outsource Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. um, build out from that. This doesn't have to be your only thing either. Just like you talk about all the time, Ashley is having multiple things going on. This doesn't have to be your only thing, but this can be a really good thing. So many people are looking at how can I, how can I add $500 a month, a thousand dollars a month? Maybe you don't want to like replace your income through virtual assisting, but if you have a few, a couple of clients, I mean, you could do that. If people want to um, either ask you further questions or they are interested in connecting with you to work with you or they're interested in your course, like they just want to keep up with you, where do they find you? What's the best way to contact you? Yeah, the best way to follow along and see when the course launches and or contact me about virtual assisting would be to head over to my business page, which is KT Socially, all one word, um, or you can email me at KT Socially at Outlook.com. So either one of those, but the Facebook page is probably just the easiest. <laughs> Okay. So awesome. I know I learned a lot. I'm sure our community members did. Thank you so much for your time and for everything that you do. Like I said, I literally, I'll start crying if I really think about it, but especially in this, like this season of life and motherhood and business and all the things, there would be no possible way that I could do anything that I've been doing without your help. And just, yeah. So. Oh, I'm so glad. You're welcome. Thank you. It's really true. You guys working with a virtual assistant who gets it is a game changer, a total game changer. So if you've ever wondered like, Oh, like people will ask, Oh, how do you do all the things? It's not just me doing all of them. That's why (laughs) it's a lot of help, you know? So I'm glad that we brought this discussion to our community. Thank you so much, Kendra. You guys, Elevate Academy members, thank you all so much. If you got value, which I know if you're watching, especially through to the end, this was for you. Drop a hashtag value in the comments and we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Kendra. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My goal is to help as many women in business online as possible to build strong, powerful, aligned, and profitable personal brands. The best way to show you appreciate this content is to screenshot and share on your social media or share with your team. Actually, even better would be to also leave a review for the podcast on whichever platform you're listening on. If you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me via email at hello at elevatedwithashley.com. You can DM me on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer or join us in the free Elevate Academy for brand building, maverick marketers, and mompreneurs Facebook community. Can't wait to chat with you next week.